Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Star Wars Rebels, Moonbeam City, Ruby, and Adventure Time. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Yolo. Today, Delaney and I will be discussing the latest episode of Ruby, Never Miss a Beat, the fifth episode of the third volume of Ruby. Such an obvious title. Yes. Uh, I mean, she does say it in the episode, I believe. Um, yes. So we cover Ruby every week here at the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check out everything about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. Uh, we cover this show and all the others mentioned at the beginning. And uh, yeah, let's get into Never Miss a Beat. Spoilers for all of Ruby, including this episode. Delaney, what did you think? I really enjoyed the episode. Um, granted, you know, we've been complaining. We're like, oh, we want less fights or we want more fights that we care about. I really would have liked to see the entire Penny fight. Like, <laughs> darn it. And the fight with, um, well, you know, we were right. Blake and not Blake. Uh, Weiss. Weiss and Yang. And, yeah. yeah, and Yang. And, you know, really, I really enjoyed the fight. Oh, my God. Weiss feels intense. Uh, Neon was super annoying, but then adorable at the end. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. There just, there was a lot going on, but then there wasn't a lot going on, if that makes sense. Like, not a lot happened in the episode. And then, oh crap, Penny, like, please don't hurt my robot baby. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think. I did like the episode. Yeah, I I also liked it. It was a nice little self-contained episode. Um, that being said, it's indicative of, like, all of this season's problems. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna tear into it a little bit for sure. But I think these are more problems of the season itself and not necessarily the problems of the specific episode. But, like, seriously, this episode just hits every check mark on things we've been complaining about. So, um, you know, we'll talk about all that <laughs> for sure. Uh, let's, yeah, I mean, it's focused on we had a strong Penny theme here, one of my favorite characters. Um, we finally hey. had a fight focused on Team Ruby, even though it was a kind of an inconsequential fight with random characters. And uh, we hit with our two other um stories at the end of the episode with the uh, Ospin and Crow and the villains uh although both were incredibly ambiguous and did not move the plot along any at all so considering we're five episodes in and this is what we got going right now story-wise for the season I am not optimistic um like I think overall we've the episodes have been more pluses than minuses but if you look at the season as a as a whole I think it's not has not been very strong yeah, we have like really good episodes, but then they're the tie that's supposed to run through them all. Like, no. Here's my thing. Any of these episodes would have made a great like first episode to the season, but we've had five first episodes to the season, something like that. Like yep. there's just been no plot movement. And it's so weird yep. because I just I heard like they had these uh behind the scenes stuff short stuff on Rooster Teeth's website and at first for season two when they're making it they're like, I'm I'm so happy we've got the exposition out of the way, we can go into all the plot stuff we want to go into now. And now it's like there's we've we they're falling into We're this stuck. They've fallen into this plot device with the tournament that shoehorns them into not having any plot movement anymore. And the problem is that they also don't have any character movement, except for some great Weiss stuff, uh, the last two episodes, which has really elevated the season a lot. Um, like, is the show even about Ruby anymore? Yeah, it's, they just, we stop bringing in random characters that don't matter. Stop, like, uh, Blake has done literally nothing this season. And I'm sure that's like, because, my child. I'm sure that's because she's gonna be a huge focus of the second half. 
once they bring Adam in and stuff, but like it's just uh, I just heavily question the uh, the like, outline this is the of the first time we've seen Blake all season. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, she was literally not in the last two episodes, um, and she says one line here, <laughs> so that's it's yeah. I just I I don't know. It's hard not to complain first thing. So let's we got that out of the way. There there are a lot of positives to talk about though. Um, yeah. So to start off, uh, never miss beat. We see um, the end of uh, Penny's doubles match, even though it's it's more like a, a single versus double. I mean, we see Cial. I don't know who what her name is. Uh, Penny's um, no idea. Overwatched friend, over like a forced friend. Um, yep. Did she? She didn't do anything in the fight, though, did she? I know she's just like uh, finish them, <laughs> like uh, stay yeah, on time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of uh, that? So, so you said you wish we saw this entire fight. So you were a fan of the little bit that we saw of it. Yes, because I mean we love Penny. We haven't seen Penny in a while, and we're like, let's. I want to see your fight. We're like, <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we haven't seen. Um, I think we probably haven't seen huge Penny uh, action since end of season one. Um, that was season one, right? I don't even remember. And yeah, I don't know. We're both Penny is probably both in our top five characters, so love love seeing more Penny here. Also, what's great about this is afterwards we have a Ruby and Penny interaction, which is like one of my favorite character relationships on the show. Bro TP. Bro TP. Yeah, I don't know if we're we're quite nuts and dolt shippers, but uh, it's it's love seeing them together though. And uh, it's and it's very funny. Like the dialogue was great. Uh, yeah, like, uh, just, I, I love that. I love the progression because Ruby, like, is so comfortable with Penny now. Um, and in the beginning, she's, like, super awkward with her and she's trying to be nice and stuff, but she didn't know how to talk to her. And now they're just, like, completely in step. Yeah, Biffles. Um, and now she has some sort of plan. Like, Penny, what are you doing? Uh, let's, let's go over what they say. Uh, see, uh, see, I guess I don't, I wrote down CIAL. I doubt that's how her name is spelled. Um, she knows stuff about Ruby. Status questionable. What do you think that meant about Ruby? See, I couldn't, like, I, you know, your first thought is like relationship status. That was my first thought too, yeah. And I'm like, is, like, if, if Ruby's gay, sign me up. But like, (laughs) questionable, like, I don't know if that means, like, I have, like, is it her mental stat, like her like health status? I don't know. Like I don't. I think it was supposed to be vague. ambiguous because it definitely didn't seem like it was supposed to be a relationship stat. Who the only person that Ruby would be questionable with is Weiss, and I'm you know yeah. I'm all for that, but I don't think that's just, what they're talking about. I have no idea. Yeah. Like it's stat. Like what? Yeah. So I don't know. Um, managing uh, Penny's schedule. Seattle is uh, schedule a minute to talk. Um, she's like Blake, but. But if Blake was ordered to spend time with you, so like Weiss, precisely. What do you think of that? It was very funny. It was funny. I I'm laughed. really sick of these uh, Weiss jokes, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm... No, well, I mean, I think they're in. I think they're in all good. I think they're in good fun at this point because we know they're really good friends. So I think it's just funny. Yeah, it's it's just. I I feel like I don't know. It, it, I I, I want to say like the the like the crew the the Miles and Luna don't like. Uh, no, Miles and Carrie, Miles Luna, uh, don't know, are, are, like, what they say about Weiss isn't, like, caught up to the, what, what the character progression Weiss has had. Like, this episode, we see Weiss just completely genuine, like, emotionally. It's such a huge step for her. Yeah. And just contrast that with the jokes about her. I know it's a good one, but, you know, it's just still little shots in my face. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, definitely want to talk about, like, how genuine emotionally Weiss is. Uh, so, Iron One does, Ironwood doesn't want anyone to know that she is a robot, apparently. Um, Seattle does not know except about except for the incident with the magnet, which was pretty funny. I'm glad they showed it. Like, yeah, that that's it good. Better. Yeah, um, and apparently Penny wants to stay at Beacon. 
What do you think of this? Exciting. Fenia Beacon would be great. Can we like, can we <laughs> suggestion? Let's put her onto Team Juniper and cut out uh, John. How about that? Yes, please. Oh my God, flawless. Oh yeah, John wasn't even in this episode, but I'd uh, throw in some John hate here, so that's good. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was, that's my my thought was like, what team would Penny be on if she uh, got to come to Beacon? So great. I mean, it doesn't make any sense because uh, Ironwood would never let her. So yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, I am, I am wondering, we'll talk about that at the end with the villain stuff, because it's interesting that they throw Penny in here, and I'm not sure what the purpose yeah. of that is. But let, first, let's talk about the main uh, event of the episode, uh, our fight, because apparently every episode is structured around a fight now. Uh, Weiss and Yang double, doubles match versus Team Funky, who is Neon Cats and Flint Cole, um, who I have dubbed the meme team. Um, so this is pretty dumb, but Neon Cat is obviously the, uh, the Neon Cat meme thing. And then Flint Cole is like Skeleton Trumpet. It's like, that's literally what they're going for. Uh, what even? and it's the dumbest thing. <laughs> uh, I, I think, I think it succeeds more with, uh, with Neon, right? Like, I think that's, that's a good character design around that. Agree. That, and, and I don't think Flint Cole is obviously, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not for sure what they're going for, but like, obviously that's what they're going for. So I don't know. Uh, Flint Cole is kind of cool, though. What do you think of these two characters? I think they're very interesting. And also, they could be going for Nat King Cole, by the way. That might be why his his last name is Cole. Oh, yeah. that's, that's That seems kind of sounds like that. Okay, sure. Um, I think, that, like, at first I was like, oh, my God, she's literally a rainbow. Like, why? But I think, I mean, I I think they were more successful at the end. I mean, I don't know. I thought... uh. Trumpet guy, whatever his name is. Flint. I just said his last name's yeah. Cole, but Flint. Flint. Like I mean his character like their character designs A plus, except the rainbow thing, which like is what Why but why are you hating on the rainbow? I just I don't like what I don't know. They're fine. <laughs> I They're don't fine. Like, I don't know. Like the how they function within the fight. what do you think of the fight overall? The fight was, like, the fight dragged on too long. Oh, yeah. Like, why did it take so long for Yang to get mad? We Like, it literally takes, like, five minutes for Yang to get mad. I don't know why this took so long. It was just, like, persistent annoyance, I guess. Yang is pretty chill most of the time, though, so I think I, I know, can buy but, it. Like, but, like, in a fight, though, she yeah. tends to, like, use it to her advantage a lot. And it was just like, come on, Yang, just get mad and beat everyone up. Like, let's get to it. Yeah. Because obviously they're going to win. Yes, obviously they're going to win. Um, we have the element of the fight where Flint says... Uh, I did enjoy the skateboarding, though, like the rollerblading. The rollerblading, cool. yeah. Uh, the two characters. Uh, she's rollerblading. Yeah, she's... I mean, her, she's interesting, I guess. Um, people are going to think she's annoying, but uh, that's, like, the intention. So. Yeah, at the end, she was great, I guess. I don't know. I liked her. Um, I don't. Flint Cole's character. There, these. If they were actual characters that we would see again, then these are some of the more interesting fighting elements we've seen out of the random characters for sure. But I do like him more than her. Yeah, I mean, I think he was more interesting within the function of the fight. I think uh, they're all over the place with Neon's kind of abilities. Yeah. Um. The yeah the other and then so the her semblance being irritating. Her semblance, yeah. Uh. I don't, I, I don't know. Let's go, we can go through it and then we'll see if we can figure it out. Um, so it was, uh, her neon versus, uh, Yang and like the running thread there was, um, 
her being more and more annoying and Yang getting angry. And then um, Weiss versus Flint had the uh, the thing of Flint not happy with the Schnees because they ran his father's uh, dust business out of uh, dust company out of business, right? So they had that whole thing. And then um, I guess he she impresses him at the end with her <laughs> fighting tenacity. I guess that's it. Um, and like. I- and the self-sacrifice. And the self-sacrifice, right? So he, she doesn't think she's uh, he doesn't think she's selfish, I guess. Um, I think what stood out to me about this plotline is how genuine Weiss was. Like I said before, yes. um, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. And like they they seem to clearly animate this as her being genuinely. Yeah, she's yeah. like actually upset. Yeah, yeah. This is this is for sure been the thing with Weiss this season. Um, in the past, she's been uh, emotionless, and this she's just been very emotionally forthright. Uh, this season uh, and it makes sense because of all the stuff with winter and it's like at the beginning it seems like oh it's just because winter's here but now it's carrying through past uh, winter's visit so great. and like we yeah, said last uh podcast we talked a ton about weiss and i'd recommend listening to the second half of our uh, podcast on last episode i think that's our best ruby discussion we've had um and we basically say weiss i think is the best character on the show right now development wise agree yeah uh, which is a function of this season, basically. This season has been all Weiss, and uh, they, she, her character has really benefited. Meanwhile, Blake has completely been sidelined, Yang for the most part, and Ruby to a large extent as well. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's just Weiss right now. The Weiss it's show. Weiss. And here she is again. Yep, another Weiss-focused episode. Um, and, I mean, I've never been happy with Yang's development. Uh, this episode, she's a focal point, but her entire, <laughs> her entire plot is her getting mad. Like, okay. Yep. Yeah, so I don't know. Yang to me has never been too much of a legitimate Yang's main character. There. To me, Yang has always been the fourth out of the main group of characters. Not like in yeah. terms of likability, in terms of uh, just being a character. Yang is just she's just Yang. She's not like I don't know. We like we have character traits. We know what she's gonna do, but like there's been no development. You, uh, I guess the counterpoint is that she's established and she doesn't need to change. Sure, yeah. I guess so. Well, we know what's coming. I mean, we're going to have something with her mom, so... Yeah, so we'll get more into that later in the season, I guess. Maybe her and uh, and Blake will face their uh, pasts with um, joined Bumblebeeness. Please. I mean, but, um, that being said, this was, not a, this was not a Bumblebee episode. This was, like, the biggest freezer burn episode, Weiss and Yang. Uh, of the series, of the series. What are these shit? <laughs> what do you think of? Uh, I, had, I, I, to be fair, I had to look this one up. Uh, what do you think of Freezer Burn? Like it's hilarious, but also like not the, the name, the, the the actual the... them. They're paired together. I mean, no. <laughs> Why no? Never work. Why? Like bro, TP, sure, but just no. Like well, I know. One because because you suck, and I ship Weiss and Ruby, and then. Like, it just, they don't, it's really hard to ship Yang with people when Yang isn't, like, I don't know, like, because we just talked about how, yeah, Yang's established, but, like, Yang hasn't had a lot of development. Yang, so it's kind of like, has, okay. doesn't have a lot of development. Also, Weiss is the person she has the least development with, right? Like, we talked about in episode one when we learned that Weiss and Yang would be the doubles pairing. Like, uh, that, them, they've, this, there's always one combination of your main characters that is just never explored, and it's totally yet yeah, Weiss and Yang. Um, yep. so Which I'm uh, glad that they're fight. I'm glad that they're like the fighting duo. So maybe we'll have a little bit more there. But like, I mean, it's, it's like, why? I mean, it's kind of, it's, I'm it's like, it's not a crack ship, but it's like, you just kind of ship them. And it's, it's almost like, I mean, obviously they've spoken, but it's, it's like the Ruby equivalent of like shipping characters who have like never spoken. Yeah. Um, and pairing them up 
pure. I don't know. The thing that comes to mind is like in sitcoms years, there's all the main characters. And the thing I'm remembering is, um, how I met your mother, they like had specific, uh, Marshall and, uh, and Robin episodes, like making sure, like, and it's like always like, oh, these characters never interact, but now here they are. Um, that's our second Robin podcast reference in, uh, in like two podcasts. Um, not that you understood either of them, but I've made that nope. while you were here. Okay. Uh, I'm so, uh, yeah. So we had, yeah. So, okay. The things that stood out to me about the fight were the big thing was the music. Um, Jeff Williams, uh, score on this episode, I think was, this might have been the strongest scored episode of the series, um, highlighted by a jazz version of the season one theme song, um, which it's was incredible. Great. And just there's like four different um, cues that we go through, uh, all of them kind of uh, embodying the energy of the fight, uh, the kind of funkiness, you know, team funky of uh, the characters involved. And, uh, even neon's music is annoying. It's great. (laughs) It's just, it just all is really, really good. I think that actually is the best thing about the episode is the music. Um, No, I did. I was, I was thinking about that when I was watching it. Like it's the music is completely standout and it's wonderful. Like it's like, I think like the fight would be like, wouldn't have been as like, it wouldn't have been anything. We would have been, we'd probably be trashing the fight right now if it wasn't, for like how much the music like improved it. Yeah, I I com- I agree. The the fights would be not great without the music. Um and the music to me has stood out before. I mean, during the end of last season uh when we heard uh ooh, but yeah, I don't have the the song list up right now. Yeah, no, I know about. what you're talking about. But right the, yeah, the like the rap uh, version of the song while Coco's going off in the end of last season. That was just it's incredible. Like it, it's it, the music has uh has stood out before, but I don't think it's carried an episode to the extent that it is here. No. Um, and that's but I not, think the music is a stand is a standout feature of the show. It is. I mean, a, it, it's like a top five element of the show in general. But usually there's other stuff happening. And not to say that this episode was bad without the music, but um, comparatively, I think it's the strongest here. Um, yes. I went back nice. and watched the episode, watched the fight scene with like minimized, just listening to the the music, and it was just really good. So, um, yeah, that's that's like the biggest thing I have to say about this. Um, creatively, uh, we have um, we have Flint's. Uh, so, what do you okay so he has the trumpet and then um he's the sound wave coming off of that and it pushes weiss back and then he uh he has a semblance where he makes um he makes a quartet uh which is like the the, the naruto whatever move you know where there's a lot of him right yeah i think i thought it was really cool you like that yeah no i thought it was really neat i i what, and, what i liked and about I it was a very ha- interesting semblance yeah okay why do you think it's very interesting well, like, in terms of semblances we've seen, like, I don't think we've seen anything as complicated as this, which, I mean, kind of, like, again, we have no idea what semblances are. Like, we're just, we say semblance and we're like, Some oh, special power, you know, yeah. And we haven't seen anything like this before, and I think this really, like, broadens what we might, what we should expect for people's semblances, because I think we should be waiting to see, like, you know, we're... We could we could get into some pretty like weird semblances, and I and by weird I don't mean like like what I mean like super powerful crazy stuff based on this. This so. is this seemed one of the most like high power high concept ones I think. Yeah. Yeah. So um okay so the, to me the unique thing about his semblance is how all four of them combine into like one giant sound wave. Like to me, that's, that's kind of an interesting concept Uh, in terms of just him making four of himself. It seems very similar to Blake's semblance of creating a decoy, um, except four. 
So to me, that wasn't very interesting. But to me, like when they all combine their power together, well, I think the difference is her decoy can't do anything the way. That's true. These guys created a tangible sound wave. You're right. Yeah. Because, I mean, Blake's um, decoy is just like, it's just a, it's something to break. Yeah, it's, you're right. It, we, it's, it's, it's just supposed to be an illusion. This, the, it seems like his guys aren't an illusion. It's actually like four of him, maybe. Yeah. Which is interesting. You're right. That is different from how I've seen this before. But I've definitely seen the multiple of the oh, character. Yeah. Uh, oh, we all have. Yeah. Like, it's very, very common. Very but... common thing. But I guess they use it in interesting ways here. So that's good. And we haven't seen it in the show yet. So I think that's why it's important to note here that this is something they can do. Yes, sure. Um, in terms of, um, in terms of Neon, we have her, you know, rollerblading around and stuff. Um, she also has like this wand thing. I'm sure someone will correct me on what this actually is, but, uh, it, it freezes her leg and then her arm. It's uh, also like nunchucks. I I don't, it was, it was, we didn't see enough of it, I think, to have concrete definitions of it. the way, time to mention, I was criticized last week for not having concrete concepts of everything we saw on the screen. The show doesn't have concrete concepts of everything shows on the screen. Often what you think is actually true is, in fact, speculation. Um, there you go. That's my rant. Okay, quick. Um, yes. So uh, she calls um, – okay, by the way, Neon calls Yang as having latchy eyes. Um, thoughts? <laughs> I didn't really – I didn't even catch that. Yeah, so. I guess her eyes change color. That's what this is referring to. Yeah, this one. I, I have no. I I, yeah. I actually missed that line. Like I have no recollection of her saying that. No. Yeah, she said it very fast, and I think that's what she said. Um, pretty. You're you're the pretty when you're angry, and then she mentions the diet. Um, all all the stuff of being annoying, right? Well, the top heavy comment. Oh yeah, top heavy. What do you think of the top heavy comment? Well, like. And then when she freezes her leg, now you're bottom heavy. Yeah. You, know. you can what? Take you mean the top heavy? Like it's like. Like, I mean, the, she was the referring to her to her chest, yeah. Yeah, it's so great. That was like clearly, <laughs> and then because she looks down, Yang looks. I down know it's so that. good. Like it killed me, so great. I mean, it's I like lampshading Yang's just absurd character design because because yeah. the show has a lot of absurd character designs, like um, yep. like uh, what's Monkey Boy, right? So <laughs> sometimes you forget, but uh, yeah. And she also she um Neon has a tail, so. Is Neon, oh, is, is Neon a uh, Faunus? I guess. I, don't, I didn't catch that. Uh, yeah, no, she, well, I'm pretty sure it's a tail. Might, I don't know. I, have, I, I cannot. I was very, again, her character design, very confusing. You know, she moves around so fast, it's hard to, like, like catch like what she actually looks like because, like, movement and stuff. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want to talk about with the fight is, uh, so the, the fight ends with Yang getting progressively angrier, and then she does awesome. So here's my confusion. When I thought of Yang getting progressively angry, I think, okay, I remember Yang's semblance is that whenever she takes the most damage, she becomes more powerful. But this is not had, what that is. I, I had figured out that it was anger. It's not anger. It seems so clear to me before that it was more damage. The higher no, her percentage is in like, Super Smash Bros., the more she hit. What? But then originally when it was introduced, it seemed like damage. But then I... I can't remember when I figured this out, but it's like it's anger. Like so you, I don't. So you I, think that it, this was in fact her semblance? It was actually anger. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I knew anger when her hair got cut because she was like heated as crap about that. So I think that's when I knew it was anger. Okay. Interesting. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't like it. It just seems so obvious that it was more damage in the past. That uh, I guess well, I had the wrong concept of it. 
Well, I think, well, they've also been very confusing about it, because I think she did make a comment, like, once, is about, like, like the more you hit me or something. Yeah, she said, the, the more you hit me, the stronger, yeah, like, that doesn't this contradict that? Is this her semblance at all? That was my biggest question I when I was watching. It contradicts, but, I mean, because obviously, like, I mean, if you keep hitting me, I'm going to get angry. I guess, so, like, yeah. So, like, it could be something like that. I mean, it's very vague, I think, but I did... I do think it was communicated well enough that it was anger. Again, we actually have zero understanding of semblances anyway. So. Yeah, so when you give me anything concrete, I'm going to latch on to it. Like, to me, I had a very clear concept of what yeah. semblance was. And either I that, agree. either I was, either this is, this previous concept was completely wrong or this isn't her semblance here. I don't think the show, I, I mean, you're telling me that you have a clear interpretation of the show that it is anger as her semblance. I didn't get that so impression. I maybe, I'm beginning to think it's not her semblance simply because Every time we see a new semblance, the announcers are like, oh my god, it's so-and-so <laughs> semblance. And then, like, every time any of our people do anything, they don't say anything. So I'm like, "Is are these not their semblances? Yeah. Or are they just not saying it because we're supposed to know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I do like the announcers saying it because it's you just make it clear to me please because this yeah. is such an abstract concept but um yeah i was i don't wasn't a fan of how the yang anger stuff was handled here i guess we had the awesome line of yeah it looks like yang's angry you wouldn't like her when she's upset which was kind of funny, yeah but like overall and i don't know it's it, it was not just me that had this concept of yang semblance let's just say that no no i i agree it just it's... before you criticize me this was not just me this is the show making it was, the show had that line it was very clear oh yeah yeah Okay. Um, just, there we go. So, okay. Overall thoughts with the fight. Yeah. And then Yang rings or no, she doesn't ring him out. But yeah, we, we had Blade Weiss sacrificing herself, which was really that goes along with the character development, of course, and stuff like that is very interesting. Maybe kind of a dumb game move. I don't know. Cause like he still survived, but who knows? Well, she didn't know, I guess. Like she couldn't have known he would have, he, he'd be fine. Yeah. Um, and then Yang just easily handles them at the end because of course Team Ruby has to win. Well, duh. Okay, let's. Uh, all, the, all the fights are rigged anyway. I get epic, yeah. Uh, as we as we see every single episode. <laughs> um, what? So at the end, we have a uh, Yang run over to Weiss and um, like coddle her and uh, super freezer burn, and everyone's gonna crazy about that. Super freezer. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the worst ship name ever. Weiss is like, I may not be singing for a while. Okay, that was a weird line because we never that was singing. such a weird line. We never like, see Weiss. The only reason. Well, the only reason I understood that was because you made me watch that video. Yeah, last like year. his wife's ever saying on the show is only in the white trailer, like which was before season one started. So, yeah, um, not proper form. And she's this was, again, Weiss being very emotionally open. Um, she's just very vulnerable here. And then, of course, as we talked about before, Team Funky is like happy with them after they lost. They weren't bitter at all. And uh, Neon wants to party with them. Like, yeah, what? I'm in favor of that. Uh, and Blake and Ruby run up at the end, and we see that we see Blake. We, there's our Blake sighting for yeah, for three weeks. Blake. Yeah, uh, two scenes at the end: the villain scene and the Osborne scene. The villain scene: Cinder sees that Penny is a robot and says, "There's an alteration to our plan. It will be even easier than please we thought." Don't hack Penny, please. Oh, <laughs> hacking Penny. Do you think that's where we're going with this? I like so 100% think that's what's going on and I don't want it to happen. So Cinder has access to Ironwood's phone. So theoretically that's how she's seeing that's that Penny is a robot because earlier yeah. it said only Ironwood knows that Penny is a robot. So that's how Cinder knows because we saw Cinder have access to the phone earlier. Um, so interesting. You think hacking is where we're going that week? I, I think it's like, I, th I'm initially when I watched it, I was like, okay, we're changing the fights up because we know that Penny's like always going to win now. So. This is about like rigging the tournament and making it easier. 
I was think. I mean, I mean, I like yours sense. better because my I hate I hate my interpretation of it. Like, I don't want to see that. Um, How's Cinder gonna going to? I think like I don't think it'll be in a way that Penny's mind will be like affected, but it'll be like we just hacked her arms. Oh crap! And then like I figured it'll be something more like that. Please don't brainwash Penny. Of course, I'm also saying this because I don't want it to happen. Because if they brainwash Penny, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, like how is Cinder gonna hack Penny? That's like I know Cinder made a program that can hack well, all the computers. I guess. Yeah, but. she has the program, and then she has Penny's schematics. So like from there, it'd be easy to like. I, at this point, it doesn't really matter like the mechanism. It's just at this point, it's very similar. It'd be very easy for her to do it. I, so I, I, she could probably do it from her phone, get close enough to Penny. I find to, like, I find all of the Cinder hacking stuff very plot on. Uh, uh, unsatisfying. Like it doesn't seem to earn. Really it doesn't seem to earn to me. Like we don't know that Cinder knows computers at all. We've we've seen this virus thing once very briefly, and now apparently it's like this all powerful plot device. It just doesn't seem super like a super earned thing that the show can be doing. I agree. Well, we the villain. None of, nothing with the villains seemed earned. Like they're not even doing anything. I mean, I agree. And I then, think I think everything with the villains is is really off putting right now. Everything about them, like. Like, they have no plan. They just keep talking ambiguous terms. It's incredibly off-putting, every scene we have with them. I mean, I like all of the characters, actually, that they are, but, like, character-wise, they're cool. But just as a presence on the show, it's um super annoying, and it's a big problem that they just won't do anything concrete with them. Yeah, it's just like what? Why? Like, like, like last last podcast, someone was commenting on the YouTube video, um, like, had a really cool uh, theory for what Cinder's doing that involves like hacking the computers and going further with that. And they're like, this is obviously what she's doing. And it's like, that's really cool. And your idea is better what they're doing on the show, but it is not what they're doing. Like they don't have anything concrete <laughs> that the show is presenting. It's just all in. Well, we have like, yeah, like, we have no idea what, like, what is their plan? Like, what do they want? Why does it matter who wins the stupid tournament? Like, yeah, none of it makes sense, and it's 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 a very off-putting to continuously watch that uh, happen. I would like to emphasize that it's like that. the longest James Bond movie ever, and it's like, why are we doing all this stuff? It needs to it needs to be addressed immediately. Like, this is a dire situation. Or like, they, or they need to kind of get discovered. Like, I don't know. Like, they like. There needs to be. There is no sense of urgency to the season. It drives me up the wall. Like, yeah. Speaking what, of uh, unsatisfactory ambiguity, let's talk about uh, Ozpin and Crow scene. Um, like, why even have it if you're just going to speak in riddles? Like, goodness. Yeah, this scene. Both of these two scenes are super frustrating. Um, Crow, uh, they they are talking about Iron One at the beginning, and they Ozpin says he's misguided. His heart's in the right place. Um, I don't know why we needed to throw that in there. Obviously, we're doing something with the Ironwood and Ozpin conflict because we keep bringing it up, but it doesn't make any sense why we keep throwing it in. Because Crow's there and Crow's in the middle of that, but, like, who cares? Um, like, this, this is, like, the second or third episode in a row. They just shoehorn it into the episode. It seems obvious we're doing something with that, I guess. I'm it, shoving it in your face. It's very blatant. It's not a, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's no, take note of it. Um, so, so have you chosen your guardian yet? <laughs> says, uh, says Crow. Um, like, and Osbitt says, maidens choose themselves? Did he say maidens? I, ble- I didn't even hear the word. Like, I, I was, I've been trying to figure it out. I went back and listened three times. I think he's saying maidens, but I don't, I, I could be wrong. Um, what I, does that even mean? So the guardians are females. Great. I'm glad we. I mean, that's awesome. Yay. But like, that's such a weird sentence. Like, I don't know. 
maidens choose themselves. I simply believe I've chosen the right. I simply believe I've chosen the right candidate. Ever since I met her, I believed that she would be the one. She's strong, intelligent, caring, but most importantly, she's ready. And hearing that, I think of Ruby, but they showed yes. a shot of Pyrrha. So that's kind of interesting. Well, then my, and then my question is, are they like purposefully misleading us? So that was actually, or... my, that was actually my first thought was, they're misleading us with showing Pira. Most importantly, she's ready. You could make a big argument that it's P- that Pira is the most ready for sure. But yeah. Ruby is also ready. Like Ruby's but ready for what? Uh, well, we don't know what guardians are. So I would like to say congr- it's, it does seem like you were correct from our guardians discussion. But that being said, we still don't know. <laughs> like you, your spec, no, your speculation was, oh, a guard would like they're going to choose Ruby, the main character of the show, to like lead this uh, inner circle against the bad forces and stuff like that. That's what a guardian is, right? Um, and you said, and that, and I was like, a guardian's their organization, um, and it definitely seems like it's a person, specifically a female, I guess well, now. But it, no, he said maidens choose themselves. Choose themselves. So like one, let's we need to deconstruct this sentence because it's weird. And it makes me think we're talking, and I don't, like a capital M maiden. And when I say that, I don't mean it's the beginning of the sentence. I mean like he might be using maiden as a term like guardian that it like means something. So more this might be another actual- another term that we just don't know yeah. yet. A maiden, yeah, that's possible. Because, because maidens choose themselves, which there are two possibilities. Like like you were saying, like it, like the guardian become like decides to be the guardian. Like they become like. It's not like a selection. It's the guardian. The guardian becomes the guardian when they need to be. But then, or maidens could be like, maidens could be some sect of whatever, and they actually choose the guardian, like that amongst themselves. Like I don't like the sentence makes no sense. Like what? It's um, and I'm... maiden is such an awkward word. Like really, maiden, really. I mean, assuming that is what it is, I agree. Um, I'm I'm sick of the ambiguity. I don't really care what the Guardian is, honestly. Um, the only thing that intrigues me is expecting it to be Ruby and showing Pyrrha. That I think was interesting. Yes. So um, I'm I mean, all. And I don't, and it's not like I'm bummed out of my mind if it's Pyrrha, but like, why? I mean, I'm gl- I'm all for Pyrrha being more involved in the plot. I do like Pyrrha. She's great. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh... Yeah. I, that that being said, I'm not crazy about taking the focus away from Team Ruby. Just, I'm always just, I've always say that, but yeah. It just it doesn't make it's really hard to care. Like they're 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 trying to give us information that we're supposed to think is important, but like I don't care because I have no idea what's going on. Uh yeah, so like like we said in the beginning, we covered this basically. This is great for an episode one, be ambiguous hints at what's to come in the season, but this is the fifth episode in a row we've had this. Um it's I, I I don't like it. I I need this to move in concrete directions, um, and it needs to happen very soon because it's really hurting the season. We had a lot of great character work this season with Winter, uh, Weiss and Crow, and potentially even Ruby. Um, some of the show's strongest character work in its run, um, some of its best scripting in its run, and it's kind of all been uh put into the you know it's all been obscured by this terrible hinting that it keeps doing plot wise. Um, the show's good. The element. tournament has put a stranglehold, on and the everything. tournament is a bad plot device, and it's a stranglehold on everything. And we're really just covering up the great elements of the show, um, with this uh, bad uh, forward plotting that has been done. So, um, I mean, that's that's how I view kind of Ruby from an objective angle. Of course, I'm still excited, and it's one of my favorite shows. So, I'm I'm not obviously I'm never going to stop watching it, but like 
this is this is we're in dire straits here. Please. We're in dire straits here. We need to move like now, or else you're going to lose people. Like for sure. Yeah, like we're stuck. Like we like we haven't moved forward at, on anything at all. Like they're like who? Yeah, we keep going through the tournament, but at this point, it's like who cares? We've had, like, we've had other than other than the great Weiss Winter Crow and Ruby stuff. We've had five episodes in a row of tournament of, fight, of tournament fight and ambigu- uh, ambiguous hinting in the future, and it's too much. So that's the summary. The plot has been in a standstill, and it's yes. terrible. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I mean, I, there. I think there are people who think that there are is concrete stuff being said. Uh, I, 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 you're, you're wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how else to say that. Like, I think that that is not true. The, everything. There's nothing concrete that the show is telling like, us plot wise. Like, I, 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 I really support speculating on what's to happen. Yeah. But you need to realize the speculation. Yeah. Because, like, as someone who infers a lot and i do tend to figure things out pretty quickly like none of it's concrete like just because you think it's right and it ends up being right doesn't mean it was concrete when it was said yeah um like, also it's, also it's, things need to be said in show uh i understand there's other stuff but uh okay uh yeah that's all for yeah so overall never miss a beat um we're we both positive on the episode but uh I think my summer in the beginning is still pretty good. He needs to move. Indicative please. of the season's problems, but I still very much enjoyed it. Highlights music and penny penny stuff and stuff like that. Cool. Hello, Weiss adorbs. And obviously, Weiss, yes. Uh, quickly, the Ruby game is out. Um, neither of us have played it yet. There's a promo for, for the episode. I would like to play it. I don't think my computer can handle it. <laughs> it's unfortunate. I, I my laptop can probably run it. So, and I asked for Steam money for Christmas. So. When the minimum requirements on Steam graphics card wise have me very worried that I would have a computer that would play it. So that's I'll that's check it, but, but my yeah. laptop's my laptop's about to turn. So away, I don't know. So, so no no Ruby uh, game talk here yet. So cool. Uh, but you can check that out on Steam Early Access. I've heard that there's it's kind of a rough draft so far. That's what Steam Early Access is, but uh, you know it's still probably cool. Um, and also I would like it's so great because see when it started I didn't know I didn't know there was going to be a game. And I was like, did they change? I'm like, this is a weird, like, intro. What's going on? <laughs> like, finally I get to play oh, Ruby. Yeah. All <laughs> yeah. I wanted since the beginning is to play Ruby. First time. I was like, I don't want to watch this show. I want to play it. And this is so great. Yeah. Yes. It's it's interesting, too, because the game started as, like, a fan project that was, um, it was, like, con- it was, like, brought into the official uh, Rooster Teeth, like, development. So it's pretty cool. Um yeah, so check that out. Uh, that, but that's all for this week. Uh, I'm Dylan Nice, and that's Delaney Stovall. You can check out more of our podcasts at OverlyAnimated.com. You can support us at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, and Jamie, a.k.a. Hannah Fever, Mitch Cordell, University Beatrice Exchange, Buzz Like Your Mailman. Um, so we'll be back. I don't know if new it's new next week. <laughs> Probably it is, but who knows with the show. Uh, and excited to see i'm gonna be optimistic excited to see some plot movement next week because they're what else are we gonna do i'm excited for say something more than like a sentence like blake please talk yeah we've got to see some concrete blake stuff coming like i love blake Blake also have my favorite character come on yeah um i've been very happy uh, with as weiss is my favorite character i've been very happy well i mean i do i mean weiss weiss is up there now i do love weiss i know i do ship ruby and weiss but like Blake is my child, and I need more screen time of my child. Okay. <laughs> you need more screen time of your child. Noted. So, yeah. Th- so, let me know what you thought in the YouTube comments. Um, 
in the uh, Iowa response on the YouTube comments, just be nice. Because <laughs> uh, there were some not necessarily nice. I'll respond nicely even if you're not nice, but be nice. Uh, the Overly Animated website are on Tumblr. You can send us to our, our podcast Tumblr or my Tumblr with your feedback on this. I do appreciate your feedback. So, yep, thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you next time. Bye.